welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere. Today, we just want to have a conversation about this kind of in-between time that we're in the economy slowly opening up. Is it open? Is it not? Here in Florida, we, we open beaches, we close them back down. So we're kind of in this in-between place, and we're seeing this gap between the U.S. economy and the U.S. stock market. Today, we asked Eric Nahat and Jordan Andrusiak, both guests on the show before, to join us. Eric, Jordan, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. I really wanted to have this conversation about this apparent gap between the U.S. economy and the stock market. As you look at the April jobs report that came out last week, U.S. economy lost over 20 million jobs in April. Unemployment rate is up over 14%, but the stock market was up and the NASDAQ at that point was positive on the year. So Eric, help me to understand why the disconnect here. It's a question I've heard a lot from clients. We see this economic destruction around us, stores closing. We have friends and family furloughed and unemployed, yet U.S. equity markets are only around 15% off of all-time highs and have rallied 25 to 30% off their lows in March. I think that divergence is driven by a few different things. Firstly, markets do not look at just the present. Instead, they look towards future earnings expectations and market recovery generally precedes economic recovery. So we're not looking at just the current brutal economic data, and and it is very brutal. We're looking at two to three years plus out and pricing in those returns, growth, and and cash flows as well. Looking at 2008, for example, the worst unemployment report was in March of 2009. By the time the data was released in early April, the S&P 500 was already up more than 25%, even though we had seven more months of, of job losses that followed. And in this case, last March, the market priced in a sharp and severe recession, moving from all-time highs to a bear market on what I believe was a record 16 days or so. And looking forward, it's now priced in a future recovery. And although, of course, plenty of uncertainty still remains. As information, though, once again, brutal anomaly comes out, it hasn't necessarily been as bad as people first thought in March. For example, dividend cuts from companies have been less than initially predicted, and earnings have been a a bit better than the worst case scenario that was priced in. The markets are constantly taking in new data, and we see adjustments both ways because of that. Jordan, Eric makes some really good points. What are some other things you're looking at that may be impacting this gap? I think a couple of things that we've noted internally and, and talked about internally really are around the response from both the Federal Reserve and the federal government. These have both been very, very important. And I think the biggest takeaway when we're looking at the response from both the reserve and the government is that they learned a lot from the 0809 experiences. One thing that happened within the Federal Reserve was that they acted very, very swiftly around response and bringing bringing aid. They expanded their balance sheet by about $6 trillion within days, which if you take a look back at 08 and 09, it took them months to determine 
what actions to take. Then on top of that, the government expanded theirs by about $2 trillion with the goal of the money being directed really to Main Street USA, which is really the individuals and small businesses. So that's what we were seeing from the direct stimulus dollars that showed up in many people's checking accounts and through that payroll protection program or the the Small Business Administration grant program. Ultimately, these were put in place to help counteract some of the shutdowns that were happening across the country to help keep businesses afloat and keep dollars in consumers' pockets so that they were able to spend those dollars as that is a huge driver of our economy. The U.S. consumer spending is a huge driver of the economy itself. The other thing I think the market is pricing in is optimism around states reopening. It's predicted that about 95% of the country will be out of lockdown by the end of May. And as you stated, David, we are seeing a little bit of fits and starts with that. And some people are looking at it as a very bullish, positive outlook. And some people are looking at it as they believe that we're going to have another wave of the virus and that this isn't a risk to the equity side. So that's why I think we're also seeing a little bit of volatility in this market environment. And then finally, there's really no other place for dollars to go when it comes down to investing, especially on the institutional side. Fiduciaries, they have to stick to certain, to basically an investment policy statement. And with low interest rates on bond yields, which in reality is being looked at as negative returns when you include inflation, they really have no other place to go other than the equity market. I think that's that's driving some things as well. Some interesting points there. And, and Eric, you had talked about, uh, you know, sort of forward-looking markets, pricing in future earnings. What are you and the, and the Synergy Investment Committee seeing ahead? What are we seeing ahead? And also, what are markets seeing ahead? And, and right. I think there's still quite a lot that is still unknown at this point. We're watching to see if the uh, economy can be largely back to normal and on the way to full recovery by year end, or if the the damage done by the virus and the lockdown has been so extensive that it will take years to get back to the level of economic activity that we saw in 2019. Markets are also looking at the masses of unemployed and asking, how temporary is this? Will these unemployed people be hired back? They're also looking at at politics and and additional stimulus and, and of course, for a return of corporate guidance from companies as well. I would say, in summary, we don't want to focus too much on the short-term information because the markets look at far more than just the present situation. Also, we want to remember that the, the relationships between markets and economic data is not meant to be linear or move one-to-one. Looking back to 08, 09 again, GDP only contracted uh, about 5%, but the stock market fell 57%. If that relationship were linear, we would expect markets to be down around 100% today, which isn't going to happen, of course. Markets are ever-changing and resilient, and as we continue to see the the economic unknowns become known, we will still see re-rating from a market perspective in, in both ways. Eric Jordan, really appreciate your time today. Jordan, if listeners want to get a hold of us, can you update them on how they can reach out directly? 
You can reach out directly to us at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com. You can get a hold of myself, Eric, or David via that method and take a look at our website. And that's the easiest way to get a hold of us. Also, listeners, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to get involved with the conversation, reach out to us at hello at Synergy Capital Solutions. Questions, comments, areas of interest may be highlighted on future episodes. So please feel free to reach out to us and stay in, in touch. Also, don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already or share this with somebody else. But we thank you for your time today. Once again, I'm your host, David Valliere, and we look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk. And there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. <laughs>